With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog right. Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. Piece of esophagus uh, was a condom. 
they would they would cut the top off on the bottom and and it, it worked real well but initially it didn't because it has to be stretched to a certain size before it works properly and before you say anything nasty about penis envy in size it has nothing to do with that the only thing that would stretch this condom to be the proper size to keep my esophagus working uh, was to get a hold of a ring-tailed lemur, which is this kind of monkey-like animal. And uh, you, had, you needed an adolescent lemur, and you would put the condom on its tail for a week and a half. And the various motions this animal went through during the week or two would then stretch it to the right size. And, and then, of course, I, they'd send it to me, and I'd have the operation to replace it. And I do this every five years. Uh, and, of course, lemurs, you say, why do, you know, lemurs, you know, come from Madagascar, which I think is an island off the coast of Africa. It's, and, and you say, hey, Tony Dakota, why don't you just go down to a zoo and find a lemur? Because you need an adolescent lemur, and they already have them in Madagascar. And, uh, you know, since that, that first day uh, when, uh, you know, I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to breathe anymore or, or uh, swallow anything else, my esophagus was gone. They sent me to this place. Uh, it was a research facility uh, funded by Trojan uh, condoms on the Isle of Madagascar, and it was called the uh, the Study for Aortal Fractures and Esophageal Problems, or as Trojan called it, uh, the Clinic Safe. So it was the Trojan Safe in Madagascar that uh, uh, led me to, uh, to find this uh, cure. And, you know, in all these years... Nothing better has been found uh, other than these uh, these uh, condoms by uh, the Trojan Safe Company. Uh, pardon me, the Safe is the laboratory in Madagascar, so, and they're still there, and they're working hard to uh, to find uh, 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 something other than the ring-tailed lemur to stretch the condoms. But uh, hey, it's worked for me. I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. I'm sorry I took up so much time, but I wanted to tell you what happened to me today, and 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 uh, that's what happened. My God, story. I'm quite speechless on this one, Frank. Have you got anything to add? I don't even know where to go with this one. I don't one. know. I, 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 I could have helped you out, but uh, I was not available to stretch it out for you. But, uh, well, as I told you, the only thing that could stretch it was an adolescent lemur only found on the island of Madagascar off the coast of Africa. Or off yeah, Frankie, I, one or the other. I am older now, but it's still, you know, I don't know if I could... Do it for a week uh, to, you know, to get it, it all It had to be stretched just right, and as the, you know, a lemur's tail is not a big thing. I wasn't, you know, and, and so you might have been able to do it. I wish, uh, uh, perhaps you could come with me next year down to uh, Madagascar, and we could go to uh, uh, the safe clinic uh, run by Trojan down, the Trojan company down in Madagascar. Is that something you might be interested in, and, and you know, for future science and, and to uh, advance the course of medicine? Is that is that something you do? Well, I know you're a great humanitarian. Are, are Trojans uh, hiring? Uh, I mean, and do they pay minimum wage? Or are they... Are they no, no, yeah, this is this is certainly science. You're making light of uh, great scientific breakthroughs. I mean, I, mean, I could have been dead. I could have been I, dead. I, 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 you know, you can't live without an esophagus. You know, I made a lot of money here. You know, you can live with a lot. And you you can live without a lot of things. What? Well, uh, one thing is this stuff available on the internet for our listeners. Uh, what my uh, uh, I've got you know uh, for our listeners you know within the month I'm going to put up a uh, 
uh, new site on Facebook. Uh, uh, my uh, my people tell me that uh, this is a good way to uh, get to jobs. But you know, as you know, I'm semi-retired. I'll take a job or it comes along. But uh, a lot of people have asked me who haven't bought the book. You know, they want to know more about Tony Dakota and his adventures and his background and all that. And uh, I might have that up and going within the month or two. I'm currently uh, uh, working with uh, uh, two writers, uh, kind of ghost writers, to uh, work with me. Both of them, of course, are, are still doing prison time, but they'll be out within the month and we're going to get together and, and uh, perhaps do some of this uh, uh, polishing of my uh, life story to, uh, to get it out to more people faster. Now, is this uh, being published by Random House? No, Trojan. Oh, oh Trojan's publishing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think I've, I've done so much for their products over the years by, you know, being, and essentially I'm the only one who's had this surgery and still uh, uses these uh, condoms uh, uh, to uh, keep my esophagus going. And uh, they've been quite generous. They send me a gross now and then. I don't know what to do. I blow them up for children's parties mostly, but... Uh, um, they've been very good to me over the years in, in making sure that I always had the, the proper stretched out condom for the uh, surgery that I needed every five years. Well, Tommy, I'm, uh, I'm, you've piqued my interest. What was the, the name of the monkey again from Madagascar? A, a ring-tailed lemur. Lemur. It looks like How a cross you... between a L-E-M-U-R. It's a cross oh, okay. between a, oh, yeah, now a, I get monkey, and a monkey and a cat. That looks like a skunk and a monkey. Yeah, I saw, the movie. I saw the movie Madagascar. In fact, I've seen all of Madagascar. I think they're there up you go. green. There you go. Oh. There you go. And it's, you know, they are, and one of the things that the Safe Clinic run by Trojan in Madagascar has been working on is other uses for the uh, adolescent lemur tails. I mean, not just for stretching condos for esophaguses, but they're, they're working on all kinds of different things. They're, they think it might be the ideal garden holes diameter, so there's somebody working on that. Uh, a lot of other things. One guy even thinks it's a good replacement for a gas line on a 52 DeSoto. But, you know, this, it's, all, it's research. It's all research, so who knows what they may come up with. Well, it's the, it, you know, Tom, the, the thing that we've learned in this series is you are truly, <clears throat> I, I, these things will go down in posterity, these shows, because uh, whatever scientists think of what they've done on the research of the human brain uh, pales in comparison to the roots and the directions and the little uh, <clears throat> labyrinths that your mind travels now, because I've never heard anything like this in my life. It's well, as you said, I mean, I'm the only one in the, in the whole world that's had the surgery. In fact, what I'm working with them now for, and, I, you know, I, 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 this isn't my usual thing, I'm not a scientist, but they're, they're working on, a, on, on something that will allow me, instead of doing this every five years and traveling sometimes as, as far as Madagascar to uh Putting this almost like a zipper affair, and I could just unzip myself and uh, take out the old condom and put in the new one while holding my breath. Uh, but you know, I obviously you're going to do this very quick or you die. But uh, that's what they're working on. So we'll see what they come up with before I die. Well, I, I hope that I hope they, that they that they find the, the answer to this problem. Um, oh, yeah. And the uh, what was the acronym again for safe? What was that? Again, that went by me quick. S stood for oh, what? It's S-A-F-E. That's the acronym. And yeah. it's, the, uh, it's the Trojan uh, Laboratory for the Study of Aortal Fractures and Esophageal, uh, uh, esophageal 
problems, okay? SAFE, study of aortal fractures, esophageal problems. It's a very, very highly thought of serious research institute uh, funded by the uh, Trojan Condom Company, uh, and they work, you know, right with the lemurs right in Madagascar. It's actually, uh, you have to hike to a small jungle retreat, and uh, within that retreat, well, you know, it's balanced with them. Yeah. Well, we have some, we're finding out from uh, the feedback we're receiving through Blog Talk Radio that some of our listeners are very wealthy individuals, and they may want to make a contribution to the... Well, they should, and and, uh, since they're in the jungle, any contribution should be made directly to Tommy Dakota, and I'll see that they get it. Ah, okay. And again, uh, I'm really having trouble wrapping my head. Say it again slowly, uh, the, the acronym. Okay, the acronym is SAFE, and it stands for, it's the Trojan Research Facility, it's their laboratory for the study of aortal fractures, you know, aortas, and esophageal problems, S-A-F-E. Okay, I got it. Those of you, I'm sure there are people clicking away on Google right now looking for this, the... What the hell is the F stand for again? Aortal fracture study. 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 Aortal fractures and esophageal. Aortal fractures and esophageal problems. Safe. It's the Trojan Safe uh, Laboratory. My God, what a very famous. Famous worldwide. Call uh, call the Mayo Clinic. They've heard of it, I'm sure. A lot of their. A lot of their uh, doctors uh, are, uh, are very famous and uh, have also appeared in many porn movies over the years. So uh, yeah, it's just serious stuff, and uh, anyone like to make a contribution over $100 should just send it directly to Tommy Dakota, and I'll see if they get it. Do we get anything like a backpack or an umbrella or anything for that? No, no, you get you get a, you get free condoms from the Trojan Company. Yeah, I mean it's not free forever. I mean they give you a couple, mostly they're seconds. So, uh, you know, you can have as many seconds as you want. And uh, I don't think there's any choice of color either. But, you know, it's a kind of a souvenir. You know, you can leave it in your wallet like your old one. It's been there for twenty, thirty years and never been used. And uh, uh, the Trojan Company's happy to do this for a you know for the uh, uh, for the money to buy more uh, research equipment like a zipper. Well, they Everybody's got hats. They must have a hat, you know. Must have a, uh, you know, a, a Trojan hat. I mean, you got to have the right merchant T-shirts, a few things like that. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're all scientists and not into marketing. I try to help them by by doing those very things. And and uh, uh, have you ever seen a condom? Have you ever seen what condoms are made? By the way, it's just no. Oh, it's unbelievable. They take, I don't know, this plastic kind of drips down, and all of a sudden they blow it up. And uh, uh, to actually produce these, they, they is to think of this line that's maybe 100 yards long, and uh, every two feet there's a condom being made. They, they put the latex in, and it's, it's on this pump, and it blows it up. So this line looks, and this is where they have to make them, it it, it fills the condom with air, and they're like eight feet tall and about a foot in, a foot in diameter. And uh, then they let the gas out, and they shrink shrink back to uh, you know the size we all know. But the the process itself, uh, they have to blow them up first. And just think, I walked into this place and I almost fell on the floor. It looked like a hundred yards of giant uh, uh, condom covered penises, and uh, uh, it was it was just it was it was scary. 
I mean, who belongs I, well, God, I, I like it. The image I have in mind is the Macy's Day Parade where they could, you know, we'll let a couple of these, yeah. you know, yeah. carry these through the yeah. streets of New York. Say, they, they uh, stay that way for a while. It has to do with curing the latex and, and getting it to proper size and everything. Then the air is let out of them, and there's the familiar size we know of, and the ones that uh, become the raw material uh, for me to put on, uh, not me, but the scientists to put on the lemur tails uh, to make them just the right width and length for uh, uh, replacing that part of my esophagus that was uh, uh, taken to me so rudely by uh, uh, those uh, guys with the crooked noses in Vegas in the mid-60s. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they have the, the correct size. Uh, now, is the correct size the same for, like, Irish guys as black guys, or no, what? no, no. With, I, with Irish guys, it's much smaller, <laughs> much, much smaller. Yeah, that's what we thought, Tommy. You know, that, well, listen. Again, we didn't expect. I mean, this is t- certainly one of the more erudite uh, uh, shows that we've had. I mean, people are coming away today not only with a, a chance to hear Tommy Dakota, but also a chance to, they've learned so much today and. And about this foundation, um, I, I feel I feel enriched. What do you What do you say, Frank? I, I, I think it's. Well, I hope, I hope uh, I've been invited by uh, uh, Mid TV to uh, do a, a, a serious show. You know, it's tough for me to do a serious show, but we're talking about what's keeping me alive. And uh, Mid TV has offered me a, a chance to come on and talk about these operations and uh, you know how I got where I was and about uh, the Trojan Safe Clinic. Right. Well. So, uh, well, this is thank you so much for sharing all of that. Uh, one of the things yeah. that Frank and I, uh, between shows, you know, we're always looking for topics to, you know, keep the, the public interested. Um, a lot of questions we've got back online, a lot of the emails we're receiving, um, people are wondering, you know, of course, about the missing years in a class we, we have a chance now to catch up. <clears throat> but one of the questions comes up, we had a lot of people who feel that, at one point, you uh, maybe even called on their houses, and they they seem to recognize, think, and I don't know how this could be possible, that you were selling Tupperware at a certain point in your life? Yeah, I, I sold Tupperware for uh, a few months. Um, I'll I tell you mainly why, because some research uh, that the uh, company, uh, Tupperware company had given to me says that uh, said at the time that uh, uh, most stay-at-home women are, um, who were home, you know, all day really, didn't have jobs, uh, would not get dressed during the day. And essentially, if you went door to door, you're sure to find some who are, you know, still in their negligees. Uh, and uh, uh, I tried it for a couple months, and lo and behold, it was pretty true. And a lot of them are lonesome. And, uh, you know, if they didn't want the Tupperware, then uh, we, you know, made a salad or something together. It was, uh, it was fun for me. I thought it was interesting. I know if Frank had known that, he probably would have sold Tupperware as well, but it's true. It's all true. Well, and, some uh, of the people may not see the connection between the previous discussion and this one, but we're still talking about an airtight container. Yeah, yeah, it's all about, that's what it's all about. It's all about airtight, and, uh, airtight, it's, uh, yeah. Right. And that's why no, I was involved with Tupperware. We don't hear much about Tupperware anymore. Why, why do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I often ask myself that very question. Why, why don't we see Tupperware anymore? Well, yeah. I guess well, the whole I mean, nation is. You, you know, Tom, I think the whole nation has just grown up and we've outgrown Tupperware and we don't need to keep more shit in our refrigerator until it gets blue. 
I think that no. counts for the desert Tupperware. Well, you don't need to take a piece of meatloaf and stick it in Tupperware and keep it in your refrigerator for 11 weeks. Well, it would and be if you're going to eat it the next day, you can wrap it in a piece of newspaper and eat it the next day. So, you know, why do you need Tupperware? That's why I didn't well, sell it very long. I, they should have hired you as a consultant that told them when the, when the time was to get out. Did you, you know what they uh, call Tupperware? You know what they call Tupperware? Go ahead. Irish, Irish China. <laughs> I can see that. That's true. Yeah. Well, the Irish yeah. aren't big cooks anyway, so whatever they did do, they wanted to keep for a while, so they didn't have to light a light a pilot or uh, you know yeah. light the range. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I heard that you um, did you how'd you do on the commissions? I, I heard you were. Um, you know, some of the people said you you, you did with buying. The Tupperware to make the commissions, but then. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as lucrative as I thought. Although I met a lot of interesting housewives, and and a lot of them were were lonesome, and you know I got free lunches and and some other uh, things, and uh, got to meet some very lovely uh, uh, ladies. But uh, I think the uh, first uh, week I was there, I made uh, I don't know somewhere between five and six bucks. Uh, wow! I didn't and have to eat that week. You didn't you, have to buy. Um, but you were buying the stuff to make, and, and when you bought the stuff, of course, you made a commission on what you bought, and you yeah. thought for a while maybe that that would keep you going, so you kept ordering, making commissions, and you ended up with a, what, a house yeah, full of stuff? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it, yeah, because the more you sell, the bigger your commissions. So I kept buying right. it myself without without paying for it, and they just kept sending me commission checks, and then, of course, I ended up, as you said, with uh, you know eight rooms of uh, Tupperware and you know, how many can you stick in that damn refrigerator anyway? Right, exactly. <clears throat> well, uh, anything else on your mind today, Tommy? Uh, this is, uh, you know, we've... Well, I wanted to ask, yeah, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask my good pal Frank here if he did get in touch with that that guy from Brighton Beach, that uh, uh, Russian uh, who did impersonations of Yuri Gagarin and uh, other noted uh, Ruskies, uh, uh, for perhaps including him in our, our show which we're putting together to go to Russia. Did, uh, did you do any of that, Frank? Did you go down and see this guy uh, down in the uh, uh, New York Borscht Belt there? The, uh, the, not Borscht, it is the Borscht Belt now, but it's all Russians. Uh, Brighton Beach, did you go down there and check this guy out? He was uh, playing at uh, some Russian club down there. I, I, I did go down just over the weekend, uh, but yeah. I, I got lost and I was on... Uh, the boardwalk in Atlantic City, and yeah, I yeah. almost hurt my feet, uh, and so I, I had to come. I kind of came back, and I turned around, and came back, and uh, wait a minute, uh, Frank. There's a. I see a caller. Uh, oh, go. Yeah, let me. Can I pick this up? I, again, it's that weird. Uh, I don't know what what the heck is. Let's 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 press the button here and see what we get. <clears throat> Hello, this is Blog Talk Radio. This is Tom Hayes. Good morning. Uh, uh, your uh, first caller of the day. We're on with Tommy Dakota. Have, um, can you tell me who, who this is, please? It's This is Boris. I called back a few weeks ago to find Tommy. And I just want curious. We haven't been able to connect on the Internet. But today I'm wondering how it's coming for an upcoming former Soviet bloc tour. Boris, I'm so glad you called. We, you know, we've been working day and night in this. I've had my guy Frank on this. Uh, uh, so far, so far, we're doing all right. We got this. We ran into this uh, one-legged tap dancer. Not only tap dances, but he also he can sing through his anus. 
and uh, as long as we keep Billy, his Billy. stomach calm, as long as it's we can keep his stomach calm, he'll Tommy, be fine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tommy, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble. I got dictionary. I got a, got new 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 t- iPhone smartphone the, the translator, but I put in. Uh, did you say anus? Yeah, you know, a smartphone in the hands of a dumb guy is worthless. It's ass. Is that better? He sings oh, songs. Oh, now I ass. understand. It's ass. It's, it's that's, part yeah, of ass. Just, Anus yeah, is yeah, part yeah. of ass. Yeah, right. and, okay. he, and, he, and he's a one-legged tap dancer as well. So he tap dances and sings. That's one. This guy is going to be something. Uh, second, we've uh, we've also booked uh, this other fellow. He's a piano player. But he has no fingers. But he belts out a tune anyway. Think of think of playing uh, Clear de Lune with just your fists. This guy or something. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, sure. I'm sure. Bring down the house. People, I'm sure Russian people will will really get a kick out of the song. Tour is coming along. You're doing your side of your oh, part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you my what I'm most excited about Boris, and, and I was just talking to my pal Frank about it. Is uh, uh, her tale of this uh, uh, this uh, this impersonator, this aper who's uh, down in Brighton Beach, where all your people are when they come to America. They all move to Brighton Beach, and uh, he's doing a nightclub back down there. He does all these great impersonations. He does uh, he does uh, Khrushchev. He does uh, Lenin. He does Stalin. Oh, this sounds so good. Tommy, oh, we, hey, we missed the good and, old days, Khrushchev, and, and you know, Putin, oh, yeah. Putin, Putin, Putin mind. I mean, I, I, I hope this is not going to be picked up by KGB, uh, as we say, KGB, because yeah. it could be a problem for me, but people love the old days, communism, oh, and yeah. Khrushchev. Hey, he does Nicholas, he does John Nicholas, and uh, oh, he does... No, yeah, he does all the dodge, actually. Well, Tommy, look, I got, I've got to go now, but I'm glad to check right. and, and sign that we're on. I'll do my right. part of it. I'll check back in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, okay, Boris, I got to go right now. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks, Boris. That's for Daniel, though, Boris. Uh, That's for hey, Daniel. Oh, my God. We have another caller. Amazing. Hang on, Tommy. This is a busy right. morning. Yeah, Hi, this is Tom Hayes, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we're on with Tommy Dakota. Uh, we've got a caller on the line. I see a 603. Hello, by... Hello there. Hello. It's, uh, I, I'm not sure if I got the, the right number. I I, uh, I was calling, but uh, all I heard was uh, Yakov Smirnoff and, and a 10-year-old boy on the phone. So is that, have I got the right number? Yeah, well, you got the he, right number. Got, <laughs> I don't know if he's I'm talking. Just... Are you alluding to the high-pitched voice with the 10-year-old remark? Did you explain to him why my voice is this high? Did you explain the seriousness to my voice problem? I, I'm sure this caller missed the whole important part about this, the Akron study for the aortal uh, oh, fractures. Oh, yeah, I did miss that part. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing real hey, well. Good who, to hear from you. Yeah. Hello? Who, who have we got on the line? Can you identify yourself, sir? Yeah, this is, uh, I feel like I'm in the game show. Bucky Lewis. Bucky, Bucky, how are you, buddy? Bucky Lewis, come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? Well, we we uh, we're just talking to Tommy about some of. As you know, Tommy, uh, you know, was almost a Rat Pack. I met with a very serious yeah, problem. Yeah, I've me. listened. Yeah, I know that. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, cool. Just missed the, um, the best it, part of the program here. I talked about uh, what I was doing. Uh, you know, I in mid sixties. I uh, 
unfortunately uh, met with an accident with some boys in Las Vegas who I'd made fun of and uh, lost part of my esophagus. And I've been telling them the whole story of this, and you missed it, and I'm sorry. Oh, I guess I did. I'm sorry about that. I did miss it. Um, well, I, uh, I, I, uh, well, I called in, I think. Uh, you can just say, let me uh, let Tommy know who you are in the radio audience. Uh, Bucky is uh, also an entertainer. He's been uh, entertaining in the North Country for years. He does a great show, but he's also, you got your roots in Boston radio, right, Bucky? Yeah, um, I used to do happy hours on the Cape, and, and uh, I, I worked for um, uh, for uh, Henry Vara. I don't know if you guys know him. But I know he, Henry Vara, yeah, sure. Yeah, he, he owned a few bars in, uh, well, about 100 bars up and down the yeah, East Coast. Yeah. He owned... Uh, uh, he and he owned the Kenmore Club, and also owned uh, uh, Crown and Anchor down in P Town. And, and a few. What's that? Yeah, Frank, all excited here. Sure Frank, like that, yeah. Frank. Go ahead, Frank. Fr- Frank, tell us about the Crown and Anchor. Crown and Anchor. Uh, oh, Bucky, I, I've never met you, but uh, I, I probably, I probably would have bumped into you at the Crown and Anchor and enjoyed it. Well, I I I didn't work the Crown Anchor, but certainly I think some of the best entertainers I've ever seen uh, work in a crowd have been uh, gay entertainers that worked at the Crown and Anchor and other places down at P-Town. I I learned a lot of one-liners. I got a lot of material and also a oh, lot oh, of. Uh, you just you just outed Frank. You just outed him, and you gotta make sure that's okay. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I don't. Henry Henry also owned. The first cross-dressing uh, or the transvestite bar in Boston, which was, um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, gosh, I was can't it the first ball? No, oh, it was. Uh, yeah. It was a person's name. I can't remember the name of it, but but somebody might somebody might know it. But I of course. Yeah, I think it was Jake. Jake Jacques. Jacques. It was right there Jacques. in the back. Yeah, Jacques. Yeah, that's Jacques. right, Jacques. And and that's what it was, and and it was uh, it was it was quite a it was quite a journey back then, as you guys are alluding to, back in the '60s, '70s, and I was doing the happy hours on on the Cape, and uh, in the '70s, I think, not quite far as back to the '60s, '60s, I was working with people like Frankie Fontaine before he died uh, on stage. <laughs> So it was. Uh, I get a lot of those kind of memories too. But I've been in the business a long, long time, probably all my life. You don't life. sound old enough to. You don't sound old enough to remember Frankie Fontaine. Holy I smoke. worked with him twice. I worked. With, well, I was in a kids group like the Cow Sills. We had a group called the Cousins, and we traveled all over, mostly New England, and and did a lot of sonic calls. And and uh, you know, back then there, there was like a lot more. It seems a lot. Talk about like uh, up with people, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was clean cut during the Vietnam War. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it Hitler, was. It was, a, it was Hitler Youth. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. yeah, we had yeah. to cut our hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bingo. I never thought yeah. of it that way, but yep. that's a good analogy. But um, it, it was uh, it was great, and I and I was reflecting on the fact, and, and and Tom, you and I have talked about this a few times about how the industry's changed. I, uh, we used to work with uh, dog acts at, at the fairs and and the tumblers, and and back then when the varietal acts were so so big, uh, Adams and Soper Agency. We worked with them in Boston, and and uh, a bunch of other uh, agencies seems to be flourishing back then. When Blinstrobes in Boston was big, oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know they're bringing in people like Wayne Newton and stuff. But now I'm showing my age. But the uh, but I started 
um, young doing that stuff. But the uh, but I, I I try to reflect now because I knew I was calling in about the, how the difference in in uh, has changed in being both a musician and a and a uh, uh, humor act, I guess you might call it a comedy act. Uh, the it's tough to find a job in doing comedy nowadays, and and um, uh, let alone music. Uh, there used to be bands and played all the time. Uh, and you think uh, that's now, because uh, you're never really very good, or there are other reasons? Well, you you get me back for that first comment, aren't you? But no, I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you Tommy, are. Yeah, I'm Tommy, in his you side. have to understand, Bucky. Tommy's a little jaded because you know he he was so close to stardom and uh, fell back. You know, and, and this is this is a bit of side of the man. Uh, you know, and well, we apologize. Is, you know, he he brings a good point, though. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to feed me uh, anything like that because let me tell you something. It is what it is, and um, uh, you know, there is uh, you can make a living doing this. Uh, it, it, for you know, and I've done this for over 30 years, making a living doing it. And um, you know, there's not you you have to save money, of course, and you and you can't. Uh, there's no pension for people like us, but uh, there there is a there is reward in in the response of people in the audience, and it's a big reward, I think. Well, this no is why people like us either. Well, that's, but this is why Tommy is still at it. I mean, he's not the, the name that he used to be, but uh, Tommy, like you say, you do an occasional gig, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh... Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm just listening. You know, Bucky is a musician. I think you should uh, show a little bit of your talent just to bring him up to date. Have you got the didgeridoo there? I played jazz didgeridoo, which is really not called for in a lot of places anymore, but... Uh... In in uh, in the old days, it was uh, uh, rather unique for any jazz band to have a didgeridoo in it, and uh, I kind of made my bones in the music business with the didgeridoo. Now, finally, have you ever heard of didgeridoo? I, I uh, actually have, and I kind of ran into the other room when I did, but that that's okay. It it sounds like a um, that's, a that's rabbit stuck only, under a truck tire, huh? Was, uh, okay. That's why I was the only one doing it because no one really, uh, you know, was cultured enough to appreciate it. Well, I think that's all about marketing. Uh, it's marketing because yeah, if you were, right. you know, that's well, that's all it is. Uh, so I can let's uh, let's let's stop talking about it for a second. Have you got it there? Did you think you were back in Australia? <laughs> I uh, I was uh, I I marvelled at how readily you had it handy. <laughs> I carry it with me all the time. It's uh it's uh usually strapped to my back. It's like you know six feet long, but. Uh... Uh, that well, was uh, you know, a quick rendition of Thou Swell. It's my jazz version of Thou Swell. It's, uh, it was one of my big hits in the old days. That I play is, it all for you, Chris. That, that is, uh, well, as long as it gives you some kind of spiritual tranquility, that's, uh, I'll go for it. Well, yeah. Tommy, that, and, uh, about, uh, Valley, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me, how about the, uh, <clears throat> have you got the slide whistle? I mean, I want to. <laughs> I want to try to get. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give you the whole the whole show here. I mean, you know, I, I, well, I understand, but just weeks. a little bit to Bucky up the day. Uh, uh, any special requests or? <laughs> yeah, um, let's do uh, um, Bucky. You got anything? You know, like um, uh, old Cape Cod. How about old Cape Cod? It's springtime. I mean, the fall time. I cannot believe that I am. I am listening to this. You, you, uh, 
You guys really don't have much to do, do you? I get angry with you. I'm retired, semi-retired. This is a big oh, thing for me. This and we uh, uh, run to I Dream a Genie. That's about it. So let's now. let's get back to uh, let's get back to my prescription um, pills. I, I think would be important to talk about would be um, how in Tom, you and I have talked about this a few times. How hmm. have uh, what's your advice uh, on guys just coming up or people just coming up in this business? Well, we. Well, we'd certainly steer them away from the didgeridoo and the slide whistle. I think that's well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I no, think it's, it's not the same now. You know, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, you can't uh, get your experience working in uh, strip joints anymore because now the strip joints aren't sleazy places. You have to be a member. So and it costs you fifty dollars for a beer and a cigar, and it's not the same. So it's tough for young guys to get experience. And how many nights at Columbus and uh, VFW posts can you do? You know, so I my recommendation to them is to stay out of the business. Uh, don't be a fool. Stay in school and, uh, you know, get a good job. Like, uh, I don't know. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Stay in school. Tommy, well, let me tell you. Let me. I, let me tell you something though. You guys know if you if you have any chops at all that uh, that you are gonna pursue your dream and, and you should. And and that's why you cannot tell people to do something that they want to do. If they want to stay in the entertainment business, they're going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Let's you know, you know, paint a rosy picture here because, you know, how many guys make it? Not very many. How many guys can you oh, yeah, and you, you know, and it's getting it's, so you serious. Well, it's true. Well, Tommy, tell them, tell them about your tragedy. I mean, with Frank, and I don't know if Bucky really catches how close you were to it and how many hours and, you know, the years and, and everything else that you put it in. And just one night of saying the wrong thing to the wrong guys, Bucky doesn't know what happened that night. Well, I don't want to do the whole story because you're way over time as it is, but uh, I lost a piece of my esophagus by being tied to a chair for 48 hours watching videotapes of the Queen of England and a donkey. And uh, I, I began to vomit so much that I'd lost a part of my esophagus. And, and you know, every five years I have to have this, this operation to have it repaired. Uh, that's a well, long story I'd already told this morning. It's a, it's, it's, it's been replaced with a, a condom uh, that's well, buried is, in my chest. I, mean, I, I, I totally get what Bucky's saying. You know, because you should you should follow your bliss, follow your dream, and you know it, it isn't just the money. But but I think you're offering a good uh, counterpoint, uh, Tommy, by letting kids know that this could happen to them. I mean, if they get in with the wrong people, like you were, oh, you're yeah, about to I mean, it's, it's not as Did much that, as it used to be. You, but, tied, uh, you, know. you just don't get tied to a chair by accident. So this is a uh, this oh, was no, done by somebody who pissed off, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, repeatedly pissed off, and I thought because I was so close to uh, uh, to Frank and the guys that uh, he usually took care of me. But after a while, he said, "Kid, you're on your own." And uh, I ended up out in the desert. They gave me a hell of a beating, which you know everyone takes a beating now and then. It's not so bad, but uh, but being tied to the chair all that time to watch that horrible stuff where I vomited continuously for almost the whole time. It was awful. Wow. Well, well, you, and I mean, was such, you know, I got too big for my bridges. Too big for my bridges. I mouthed off to these guys continually. I thought I was protected. Hey, I always made fun of them from the uh, from the stage, and uh, I got my comeuppance, which is not unusual in the business. Well, well, well back Bucky, then, you don't have I mean, these. 
So you can add a different uh, aspect here because you're up there in the North Country. You don't have uh, a lot of organized crime up in, you know, New Hampshire, do you? Or do you? Well, I. Uh, yeah, okay. you, you nowadays, you, you never know. I mean, you never know. I can't say yes or no. I mean, we have resort areas up here that uh, Lake Winnipesaukee and places like that that you never know. I mean, um, I don't know as far as in relation to the business. Uh, I I don't have uh, any. I'm not privy to any of that kind of stuff, you know. But um, but I think back back when that happened, to you. Uh, Tommy, that, um, you know, it was more prevalent, I think it was more, because I remember um, that that would be more prevalent. You know, Frank made it glamorous and... and, Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now, Bucky, you just had a, uh, I don't know if you still have a a stint at the Margate on Lake Winnipesaukee. Is that show continuing, or through your engagement there? Yeah, no, I I have one more uh, more show. It's such a nice room there that uh, I, I'm there again this Saturday night and, and we get um, you know uh, locals and as well as second homeowners it's, it's a nice summer gig for me it's sort of like the Catskills used to be um, you know that kind of thing where you could go and get a gig at one of the big hotels over there in the Catskills and um, it's not but, a it's not a destination spot for wise guys you know well, I haven't. To be honest with you, um, I don't know. Stereotypes of wise guys have probably changed, um, but my stereotype of wise guy is what you see on TV, like the Sopranos type thing. And I haven't seen much of that to answer that question. Yeah, I mean those guys. Yeah, Tommy. I mean those guys aren't traveling up, you know, ninety-five to ninety-three to go to. Yeah, they call them corporate executives now. Corporate executives is the term we use for them now. It's quite different than the old days. Well, I think uh, I, I think that it's a much larger scale. They're they're more um, uh, not to be offensive to the old old timers, but I, I think they're more sophisticated. They're more sophisticated. Like they go, they probably own the Royal Bank of Scotland, which is uh, everywhere and in places like that, you know. So. <laughs> okay, I can't believe you're talking about the Royal Bank of Scotland in that manner. <laughs> hey, listen, guys. I want to continue this, but they're—we uh, you know, we stretched the limit last week on one of these shows, and they rudely cut us off. I mean, I love, love my boss, Bob Talk Radio, but if we go over, we go over. But I want to thank you, Bucky. Thank you so much. Can we count on you calling in again? Yeah, I would like to continue the uh, the the vocational aspect of this whole thing. I I, I enjoy it because uh, my son is is pursuing a musical career. So. <laughs> There he goes, being rude again, Bucky. I apologize for him. Well, now that I know, now that I know that he's he's, uh, this is going to be fun because now that I know where it's going, uh, the gloves will be off next time. I'll tell you that. Here we go. <laughs> Bucky, Tommy, Frankie, we got to say goodbye. God bless you guys. Bucky, Thanks so Bucky. much for uh, making this a fun show. Hey, Bucky. Yep. Thanks for calling. Yeah. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Frank. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Yeah.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.